0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Can the 2021 breakouts do it again in 2022? We'll discuss next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBTN5 and welcome to 2022. I am Frank Stanfield. joined as always... By Scott White today is a Monday January 3rd and let's get things started with Julio Arias who finishes the 31st overall player in Roto this past season a 296 ERA 102 whip and Scott really the Dodgers just let him go they finally took the kids gloves off and they let him go and this is this was the result that we saw this past season how likely is it for him to uh, return similar value here in 2022.
0: I think it's pretty likely. Yeah, my biggest concern about Arias going into this past season was would they give him anywhere close to a conventional workload? And I assume they won it, just given the Dodgers' history, given Julio Arias's injury history. So to see him have the kind of workload that allows him to be the league's only 20-game winner, I mean, that speaks volumes. The most interesting thing about Arias for me is, you know, normally I look at like swingy Strike Rate, Ground Ball Rate, XFIP. To gauge pitchers, and and Arias doesn't really measure up in any of those three regards. But his xERA is consistently low, consistently in line with his ERA because of weak contact. I don't normally trust that to to continue from year to year for a pitcher, but in Arias's case, like he's 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 definitely shown that that's that's who he is year after year between roles, and uh, given the supporting cast, I think I think it feel pretty good drafting him as a top 10 pitcher next year.
1: All right, let's move on to your. World Series champion Atlanta Braves Austin Riley finishes the 23rd overall hitter in roto this past season, 3.03 batting average, 33 homers, 107 RBI, and we always knew that he had the power potential here, Scott, but the batting average is what really stands out. He hits a lot of line drives, but the BABIP was also very high. Uh what are you expecting here from Austin Riley in 2022?
0: I think a small step back is is reasonable. And he hit three Oh three, his expected batting average was 279, which would still be great. Right. But not three Oh three. If he had a 368 68 which is high, I could see him doing that again. I, I mean, he hits a ton of line drives. He, he, he hits the ball up the middle pretty well. Uh, so, you know, he, he has some of the, uh, some, when, when you see, get, see a high Babbitt from a player, Riley has some of the traits that that feed into that. Uh, but I think maybe like a 280 batting average with 30 to 35 home runs is a more reasonable expectation for him. Given that he's a, one of the few bankable third basemen, I'd be fine taking him in like that round 3-4 turn. I think that's a perfectly reasonable spot for him. But he may not repeat that stat line completely. He may... He may be a little fall a little short of that.
1: Somebody else who might not repeat their 2021 stat line is the American League Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. He had a 2.84 ERA, a 104 whip, and a bunch of strikeouts 248 strikeouts over 193 and a third innings pitched. The control that was paramount for him this past season, a career best 2.47 walks per nine. Scott, I mean, this is the million dollar question. How likely is it that he. Uh, maintains these control gains that we saw last season? I mean, that's the key to everything. I,
0: I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> likely it is to to sustain it, but if he does, I mean, we've we've always known he had this otherworldly bat-missing ability of consistently between 11 and 12 strikeouts per nine innings. Uh, it's just that he'd walk four or five guys per nine and not pitch deep into games, and and just not be efficient enough to make the most of it. So it, it, dropping down to 2.4 walks per nine, a much more reasonable rate, we see that allowed him to unlock his full potential, and we see it making him a Cy Young winner. And now he's going to Seattle, where you know he's going to be in the best environment he's ever been in. It, the hard contact he tends to allow, the fly balls, even this past year winning the Cy Young, 1.5 home runs per nine. Is Is there a chance he gets better now that he's in Seattle? I think so, but it all comes down to the walk rate. And if he if he misses the strike zone again, if he goes back to doing that, then like the, there's a possibility he's a total bust in fantasy. So it's really it's really a volatile use of an early round pick. I think.
1: Yeah, you might want him more as your SP two than your SP one, but it is a lot to invest uh, that early in your draft. Scott, real quick, thirty seconds are left. Less Cedric Mullins hit 291, 30 homers, 30 steals. He was the only hitter to go 30-30 this past season. What are you thinking about Cedric Mullins?
0: I think I'm approaching him more like his second half numbers than his first half numbers because when he got off to that great start, the expected stats versus the actual stats. The batting average was what was lining up the least for me. He ended up hitting 261 in the second half, but still with 14 home runs, 14 steals versus 16 and 16 in the first half. So sustain the power and speed. I think kind of like for Austin Riley, small step back, but still well worth using an early round pick on.
1: All right, for more extensive Fantasy Baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.